It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where our resident vet, Jane Pickett, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome. Straight in with questions. Tess uh, has WhatsApp just to say, could you ask Jane, please, are there any offers out at the moment for the for neutering of cats? I know this comes up every now and again at various times during the year. There's offers on for neutering of cats. Any at the moment? Not that I'm aware of. And to be honest, there hasn't been many of my knowledge in our local area, certainly in the last several years. Um, Sometimes charities will do, let's say, feral cat, so trap neuter release schemes, but they're very variable when they happen and it wouldn't normally apply to, let's say, pets that are owned. Um, That said, it's really important to consider getting your cat spayed and neutered, so whether they're female or male, because we really do need to control the feral cat population that's out there. So each little cat has the the possibility to, you know, create several progeny that then go on to get pregnant and and it just spirals. So I think one cat can the that's left unneutered can essentially be responsible for almost hundreds of thousands of cats that um, are part of their bloodline. So it's really important to, to spay and neuter. Speak to your local vet about the options. But the one thing I would say is with cat spaying and neutering, it is a surgical procedure and a lot of things go into making sure it's conducted safely um, to keep your pet comfortable and obviously that the surgery is done in a sterile and safe manner and that requires a lot of staff a lot of equipment surrounding it so a lot of things do kind of contribute to the cost of it and um, so it's really important to remember that it is a, a full-blown surgical procedure and that most vets do really provide quite good value for what we are providing um, but certainly ask your vet if there are any schemes locally um, and and they may know of something in your local area but okay. I'm not aware of any at the moment. Okay and now somebody sent me on a, a lovely picture of a, a fine looking badger I have to say very healthy looking badger Uh, advice please from Jane how do you look after a young badger that is coming into my garden during the day I thought they only came out at night but this badger is constantly foraging in the grass can we feed the badger and if so with what and what do you do for it is at the end of the day a wild animal do you know, Patricia, I'm going to have to put my hands up and 100% honestly say I haven't got a notion. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not something I've encountered before. Certainly badgers are very private creatures and they tend to kind of muddle off and do their own business and stay as far away from 
from humans and civilization as they can. Um, so it wouldn't be something I'd have any particular experience in. So I wouldn't want to give out the wrong information. Now I can try and find out a little bit more for next week, okay, perhaps. Please but do. I, I wouldn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> so maybe check online wildlife um, department or something. Somebody might admit mm-hmm. because I know with hedgehogs, it's dog food, isn't it? They, they suggest or. Yeah, so it, cat food essentially, cat food. Um, but I, yeah, with badgers, I, I I know they do eat a variety of different things. But what would be, let's say, nutritionally appropriate for them, I wouldn't be exactly certain without doing a little it's, bit of research. He would just in the photograph I've seen, he does look very healthy. Sometimes we can leave wildlife alone because I, I know I did an mm-hmm. interview about that earlier on in the year about people picking up wildlife thinking that they've been abandoned and they hadn't and you can actually cause more problems and you, people are doing it out of kindness exactly and we and we see that quite a lot um let's say with members of the public bringing in let's say wildlife that might be in distress and sometimes they are very much in distress and we're very appreciative that they have been brought in or brought to the attention of the relevant charities um but sometimes i think it's really important just to maybe double check online do a little bit of googling have be mindful of the source that you're using online for the information as well that it's uh, reputable but sometimes depending on the species and their age of development there are sometimes where they they can be left um and and kind of left away from their mums and dads particularly young and that's a way of kind of teaching them to cope with the outside world for brief periods Mm. so it's really important to just double check because it really does depend on the species and the age as to what their normal behavior is okay and i don't know if this is your expertise or not if you can help out peter could you ask jane please we have been given a snake he was fed before we got him but he just won't eat we have bought rats for him but we've had to throw them out after a day because obviously they went off oh Are you expertise in snakes? Exotics is not my mainstay of clinical practice. Let's put it like that. What I will say is that snakes, some, some species they are fed very infrequently and they, they kind of won't eat unless it is kind of their, they physiologically need it. It's very variable by the species. So without knowing a bit more detail about the snake itself, and to be honest, on my part, a bit of research about that species, I, I wouldn't be able to give, a, give an honest answer. What I would say is speak to your local vet. If exotics is something they're comfortable with, then fine. But to be honest with you, a lot of vets in general practice, it wouldn't be our area that we would feel comfortable with. It's generally something that, let's say, somebody with advanced qualifications would feel more at home with. But they may be able to refer you on to somebody who has, let's say, extra qualifications or more experience with exotics. So it's really important to have veterinary care in place. But that, generally speaking, does happen with some breeds of snake. They'll only eat Can do. maybe once a week or whatever. It could be just that he's not hungry yet. Now, why somebody exactly. gets... I'd love to know the bigger story behind that. Who gave you a snake? Good God. If somebody mm. arrived at my door with a snake. Anyway, uh, let's leave that aside. My cat, says another listener, is going bald just around her eyes. An eight-year-old cat. What could be causing that? Okay, so bald just around the eyes is actually quite an unusual presentation. Um, it could potentially be a problem with the eyes themselves and there might be kind of some itching, scratching or face rubbing going on in that region and it's manifesting as hair loss. Um, but there are some actually interesting con- conditions that are primarily to do with the skin that can cause hair loss periocularly, so just around the eyes. And sometimes they can be defects in how the hair grows and maintains, or sometimes it can even be hormonal. So this could be very simple, could just be associated with the eyes and would certainly require veterinary attention, or it could be a bit more of a complex dermatological condition. This is one I would definitely visit your vet about because that doesn't sound normal at all. And getting to the bottom of that might be a little bit of a challenge, but I'm sure your vet will be able to help you there. 
Michelle in Bandon. My dog got a bite from a tick. It was about 10 days ago on her ear. But now I'm fearful that the tick's head is still in the ear as a lump on the ear has developed. What should I do? It's a six-month-old pup, a Tibetan Spaniel. Okay. So um, the first thing I would do is I would say if 10 days on, there is a bit of swelling at the site where the tick was removed from, I would visit your vet in this case. Um, it may be that there are head or leg or mouth parts remaining um, inside the skin that are causing a local tissue reaction. Um, sometimes as well, these, these kind of post-tick bite inflammations are quite prone to getting infected as well. And sometimes they do require medicine to, to try and settle that infection or inflammation down. And sometimes not. Um, I think without seeing it, it's a little bit difficult to say. But what I would say in the background of all of this is well done for recognising that there was a tick there. But the really important thing to do is make sure that your background preventative care for ticks is up to date. So I would normally recommend, particularly in our local area, there's lots of beautiful woodland, beautiful countryside. It's something we're blessed with in this country. Um, And it is a hotspot for ticks. Um, So I would say that every dog that goes out and about, if they have any contact with anything that's not, let's say, a purely urban area like a city or a town, if they ever visit the countryside, they should definitely have tick cover as part of their routine preventative parasite treatment. Um, so speak to your vet about getting that sorted to prevent any, any further problems because ticks can actually cause quite a lot of serious diseases. Um, so things like babesiosis, serolicosis, so lots of really serious infectious diseases can be transmitted by ticks. So it's really important to make sure that you have preventative care in place to, to minimise the chances of that happening to your, to your pet. Okay, Laura's two-year-old Labrador has gone off its food for the last two days, is drinking, is alert, seems to be in good form. Could it just be a bit of a tummy upset? It could just be a bit of a tummy upset. And if he's otherwise bright and well and drinking, then that's a little bit reassuring. However, two days is kind of tipping the point at which I begin to get quite concerned, really. Usually with dogs and cats, it can take quite a lot for them to actually just 100% go off their food because they're kind of pre-programmed to really just make sure make sure that they're always eating um so it does sound like there may be something amiss it could just be a simple tummy bug or something that's upset um but if he's showing no other outward signs and he doesn't start eating today i definitely would start thinking about visiting your vet just to make sure that there's not something brewing that's going to cause problems later but certainly as well we all need food and energy to keep us ticking along nicely and certainly with dogs and cats um they're small, small animals. They don't have a lot of, let's say, hydration and energy reserves generally if they're in normal condition. So it is really important to act on these things early. So I, I would I will be thinking about visiting your vet at this point. OK, we'll leave it there. Thank you for that. We'll chat again next week. Jane, thanks for joining Perfect. us. Good afternoon. Thank that you. is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.